What's up, everybody? My name is Mr. Adam X. I am your host of the Pursuit podcast on the Audubon's Network, Audubon's Collective. I don't know. So many things are changing right now for the better, but Jabber's a mastermind, and he's got a billion things going on. So one week he calls me, and he's like, dude, the Collective. And I'm like, I think that was taken. And he's like, yeah, but the Audubon's Collective. And then he launched a website. So I don't know. I think we're the Out of Bounds Collective now. Or maybe we're the Out of Bounds Network. I don't know. All I know is that I am at Mr. Adam X. And this is the Pursuit Podcast. And that's all we'll ever be. And I love that. Uh, the Out of Bounds Collective has two new shows coming out. One with Womb Tang, Womb Cork Girls, called Big Stick Energy. I'm excited for it. I think they're going to have a lot of hot topics and a lot of untouchable topics that they're not going to be afraid to attack in the ski industry. And I don't mean attack, but you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. And then we have, I think it's coffee and van chats with John Kroom. John Kroom's a super athlete, so he clearly doesn't fit in with Jabberai because he is an insane athlete. Uh, but his chats are God, having the knowledge of him from the athlete perspective in these interviews, top notch. So those are all coming out um, this week. I think John's either comes out this week or next week and same with Big Stick Energy. So check those out. Leave a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, share our episodes, tag us and share us. Follow at Mr. Adam Max. I'm just trying to get to 6,000 followers here, guys. Follow at Out of Podcast. Anyway, my guest this week is Myrna at the Myrnavator. She is a badass. I don't know how else to describe it other than she's a badass. She's a cyclist. She's a runner. She does ultras. She's been on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. She's an educator. She's a speaker. There's nothing this woman can't do. This episode, we tackle everything from just being comfortable in your body to being fit. You know, what we... How I feel I look versus how fit I actually am, I think, are different things. So we talk about that. Talk about trying new things. Myrna's a superstar. She's a professional, and it shows. So episode 27 of the Pursuit Podcast with Mr. Adam X and the Myrnavator. Ready for another trip. So. Yeah, you're never uh, ending. No. You just go. <laughs> this, this is the last big one. The last big one of the year, so... That's what we all say, right? I, I mean, I think. <laughs> it just doesn't end. No. <laughs> Is that good or bad? I know it's, you know, it's good in the sense that, you know, I still have work and I'm still being asked to appear at various events and stuff. So that's that's the good part. The bad part is that it's very exhausting. But, you know, this I do plan on this being the last, you know, cross country um, thing, at least until December, <laughs> if at least for a couple not. months. Ho hopefully not. Hopefully not. I can hopefully I can uh, just kind of chill here on the East Coast until um, next year. We'll and see about that. East Coast wasn't always home, right? East Coast is yeah has always been home. I am East Coast, Beast Coast, all the way. Oh, I'm, I'm a New Yorker. <laughs> I thought well, you were in Georgia for a while, right? As which is the East Coast. Well, um, <laughs> very valid point. 
<laughs> East Coast in my head is just like New York and up. I'm northeast right, in my right. brain, but no, you are correct. Okay. I am yes <laughs> special and sometimes. That's amazing. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> uh, I mean, let's get right into it. If you're comfortable, none of this video gets yeah, used. Absolutely. It's just nice for us to okay. see smiling faces. Uh, everyone knows who you are, but go through a quick synopsis of who you are, and then I've got a bunch of questions for you. Uh, I won't take too much of your time because I know you're always on the go. Uh, whoever I talked to was wonderful. I was like, I at, I reached out to you. I don't know if you read all your DMs or not, but uh, I reached out and I think her name was Kimberly. And she's like, yeah, it was like June when I had asked. Mm -hmm. And she was like, August 31st, 10 a.m. And I was like, OK. And she <laughs> held true to it and you held true to it. So I was like, I think I have I think I've got Myrna, you know, like and everyone was like, no way. And I was like. <laughs> This is three months out, but so thank you for, you know, and thank you for Kim for organizing this and staying true to your timeline. Well, well, thank you for um, being, you know, and being and having grace, having grace with us because we are we are actually scheduling things out, you know, to August of next year. So it's that's cool. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, it worked. I'm, I'm really cool. impressed. I try, I tried to get in person though. I will knock Kimberly for that. I was in Vermont on Sunday and I was like, I'll hang if like she's got, and she's like, she's leaving. She's got a small one. I was like, all good. So happy to have you. Thank you so much for taking the time. Myrna, tell everyone who you are and then we'll dig into that. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Myrna Valerio, also known as The Myrnavator um, on all of my social media platforms. <laughs> I am a runner, uh, mostly in trail running, um, but I also do road running races. I'm currently injured, um, which finds me um, cycling quite a bit these days. So I'm also a cyclist, pretty uh, new cyclist. I am an all-around adventurer. I just started skiing uh, last winter. I am a mom of a senior in high school, which is going to be really fun because I'm a former educator of 18 years. So I am super, super excited to um, get to hold my child's hand um, as he navigates the college process. Yay! I'm more excited than he is. <laughs> Usually the um, case. Oh, I <laughs> Um, I am, I'm a speaker. I do some motivational speaking and I also am a professional diversity practitioner. So I do that as well. And I'm, yeah, I, I sing, <laughs> um, there are other things that I do. Oh, I'm also a best-selling author that too. So, um, I think, I think I've covered all the bases or most of them. I'm, I'm also married. That's a thing. You might see my husband walking around in the background. Um, I love yeah, that your synopsis was just 45 seconds and you're literally like, oh, I taught for 18 years. I have a child who's a senior. I'm a professional runner, but I'm injured. So now I'm like a cyclist. That's kind of fun. You just threw all that in casually. That's people like hope to do half of that in a lifetime. <laughs> you know, it's a pretty it's a pretty um, blessed lifestyle that I get to lead. Uh, you know, it's it's overwhelming um, a lot of the time, but I'd rather have it be that than, you know, not doing anything and not going out for anything in life. How did you go from being an educator for 18 years to being 
I mean, you're a professional athlete at this point. Like that's, I don't know what you consider yourself, but that's what you are. You can influencer, athlete, role model. <laughs> I mean, you are like the captain of like wearing all of the hats. Um, yeah, you know, it's, you know, I go back and forth with, you know, what to call myself in terms of like how, what sort of an athlete I am. I mean, I do get paid to athlete, which is, um, you know, athlete is now a noun, uh, now a verb, right? So <laughs> to athlete, I am athleting. Um, <laughs> I have athleted. Um, I don't know if that's the right. <laughs> the big, ter the right big term now word, is right? like athleisure. And I don't consider you athleisure, like an athleisure no. athlete. Oh, no, no, no. I don't you do like, that. No, that. That's the you know, people that, um, you you're know, real deal. In yoga pants. You're real deal. But I, yeah, so like, um, you know, I do... The cool thing is that I get paid to do, uh, I get paid to be myself. That's what, <laughs> that's what I get to do. And it's, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, I was teaching at, um, in high school, uh, for most of my teaching career, I taught high school, but for some of it, I taught middle school, which, uh, in both age groups I love. And I know there's not a lot of people out there aside from teachers that love those age, that age group because, you know, they're teenagers and preteens and they smell. Um, and I'm they're an surly and, and they're loud, you know, but adults smell too. <laughs> I'm there. Um, and anyway, <laughs> so I, in 2008, I was teaching, I was also in grad school um, and uh, I was on my way back from a weekend teaching gig where I taught piano lessons, voice lessons and guitar lessons and uh, all, all sorts of things that music teachers do, arrange music, teach composition, um, help with people's rehearsals and stuff. And so I was doing that and uh, living in Jersey at the time but I would commute to Maryland every weekend. And then on one of these weekends, I'm, I'm driving back with my kid in the back of the car. I started having chest pains, um, which at, at the point I thought were symptoms of a heart attack. And so I pulled over uh, and, you know, calmed down for a bit and tried to figure out what I was going to do. And I, in the end, decided to keep driving, <laughs> which is dumb because <laughs> um, I was an hour away from home. So, you know, I made it home. Obviously, I didn't die. I made it home and had a friend take me to the hospital. Um, where uh, they kept me for eight hours because you know when you when you present with chest pain that's what they do you know uh, unless you die beforehand and uh, it was determined that I was not having a heart attack or that I had not had a heart attack but I was having a panic attack um, you know of course in hindsight it's very clear why I would have had a panic attack because I was doing all these things you know grad school had a kid who was constantly sick. Um, and in and out of the hospital, you know, my husband had a crazy schedule. I worked at a boarding school, which is a 24 seven operation, um, you know, and for those of you who are in my generation, there was this show called The Facts of Life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was, you know, based in uh, a boarding school. And Mrs. Garrett was like the dorm mom and the teacher and, and everything to these ladies. And she only had to deal with five of them. <laughs> um, whereas, you know, we there were 
you know, 30 kids in a dorm. And then I had a full thing of classes and stuff. And so, yeah, I was really busy and I was just trying to kill it at work. I was trying to kill it. I was killing it at work, but I was killing myself in the process. And, um, and so, you know, I follow up this cardiologist and he's like, look, you, you know, you're going to die if you continue this lifestyle. And what he meant, what he was alluding to was the fact that I didn't sleep. There's a lot of, um, uh, you know, cortisol, I guess, in, in my system and, um, and I was, I was just too, I was so stressed out all the time. And that's, um, and that is what caused my body, <laughs> mind and spirit to say, Hey, slow down. Um, and, uh, and so he's like, look, I need you to change, uh, or you're going to die and you're not going to live to see your son grow up. And so I was like, ah, oh, all right, <laughs> damn. Was he that honest? <laughs> and then, like, I, feel I mean, like- he was, oh my goodness. Cause all cardiologists are like extremely honest and very frank. And this guy also happened to be from New York. And so he was like, look, you know, uh, do you want to see your son grow up? You know, how do you answer that? Of course you do. But right? there's so, so much power in that. Cause if, and I, obviously I'm speculating and I don't go to the doctor every day, but sometimes they're like, well, you know, and I'm like, listen, am I, if there's an issue, tell me, cause I will fix it or I will mm-hmm. do my best mm-hmm. to fix it. So it sounds like this doctor was just like, hey, very simple question that hits really hard. Do you want to see your child grow old? Right. Not wishy-washy at all. And, you know, and so I didn't even answer him. I was like, all right. And then the next day I get back on my treadmill. And I, you know, I'd always been an athlete um, since high school. I was, I played field hockey and lacrosse on varsity teams. And, you know, I stayed, you know, fit between seasons by running and like during the season by running, I actually started running because I needed to get better at running because of these sports. And I sucked at it so bad. Um, and <laughs> I still pretty much suck, but, but, you know, I've learned a, a couple of skills along the way, you know? And um, yeah. And so like I started running again and, and that was in 2008 and uh, you know, got back on my, on a treadmill that I had purchased a couple months before, but that, had since then been serving as a closet and, uh, you know, cleaned it off, got back on. It was very painful physically, um, emotionally, um, you know, cause I'd let myself get to a point where I couldn't run a mile anymore. And so, you know, that's what I worked on. I worked on the mile and knew what it felt like to run a mile and feel good. And so that's what I was aiming for. Um, and that happened in about four weeks or so. And then I was like, yeah, I need a goal. So I signed up for a local 5K because I had done many, many 5Ks before. And, and you know, I didn't like my time. <laughs> you know, because, you know, I'm comparing myself to, you know, five or six years ago or when I had run consistently. And, um, and so I was like, yeah, I don't like my time. I want to get my time down to where it was before. And, you know, I actually was able to do that. And, and then I just started becoming obsessed with 5Ks. I was like, I want to do as many as possible because I did because I was feeling so good in the process, um, you know, I was sleeping better, like my skin got better, my, my health in general got better. Um, I had more energy all day. And so I was like, I want to keep doing this, you know, and I actually had lost weight, um, but that wasn't the point. The point was that I didn't want to die. <laughs> I wanted to feel good again. And um, and so, yeah. And then, of course, you know, I'm like, what's next? 10 K's. I start signing up for 10Ks. Not my favorite distance, by the way. And neither is 5K. But, and then I'm like, after 10Ks, I'm like, I, you know, kind of coerced my friend into 
running a half marathon with me. Um, you know, I said, Hey, you know, let's, let's go and have a ladies weekend <laughs> in Rehoboth <laughs> beach. You're just Delaware. tricking your friends into beach. being a the beach. <laughs> yeah. And I, I signed her up. She didn't know um, for this marathon, this half marathon. And it was both our first mar- half marathons. And it was awesome. Like she was such a good sport. I mean, she was mad at me because she know. didn't know she was signed up for a half marathon. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're going to go to the beach, you know, but before we go to the beach, there's this like race that I want to do. It's, you know, 13.1 miles. And um, <laughs> she did it. It was awesome. It was so awesome. And and then I just started doing a bunch of half marathons and, and trail races. And um, and that grew into another colleague saying, hey, you know, it's time for you to do a marathon. I'm like, that's an awful idea. Let's sign up. And so and you know how runners are <laughs> and endurance athletes are. That's what we do. You know, that's an awful, awful idea. Why would anybody run a 50K? Fine, I'll try. And um, and and that, you know, began my love affair with like super long distance running um even though like i was really slow i just i loved that it brought me outside for hours at a time and i love that feeling um you know in hindsight and not, not always during the run of like you know your skin feeling really tight because it's covered in sweat and like and the extreme fatigue that you feel out there when you're at mile nine of an 18 mile run and you're like but i gotta get home <laughs> just stand here um and you know that all of that type two fun and um yeah and and so all of this is happening while i'm teaching all right and i I start a blog um while i'm training for my first marathon fat girl running um you know to, to sort of tell the story of you know this you know plus size woman in a field of much thinner much wider athletes and uh and that's what i did and then and then suddenly in 2015, I'd moved schools. I'd moved to Georgia at this point. Uh, I'd you know, get pinged from um, the Wall Street Journal. Hey, we love your blog. What? <laughs> huh? Because <laughs> you're working full time, just to clarify. Like you're still working. The blog is for you. Full time teacher. And, you know, I and coach. I was at this point, I was coaching cross country and uh, and track for one season, which I'll never, ever do again. Um, but the blog is for you, essentially. It's the, blog for- was for me. the blog is for me, like me and my friends say, hey, you know, I did this race. Here's a race report. Um, you know, here's this awful thing that somebody said to me. Here's this awesome thing that somebody said to me. And uh, yeah, and they somehow got notice of it and um, interviewed me. It was Rachel Bachman, um, who was one of their top um, sports reporters. And that article came out a couple of weeks later. I get pinged from Runner's World. <laughs> hey, can we feature you? <laughs> like what? <laughs> and I didn't believe it was going to happen until uh, John Brandt um, showed up on my doorstep and was like, "Hi, <laughs> hi, I'm here." <laughs> you know, I, you know, stayed with me. You know, hung out with me for three days. We ran together quite a bit. He interviewed my students and my my colleagues and like watched me teach music and Spanish. And, and it was just like really, really cool thing. And he wrote this beautiful, beautiful, you know, very long article about my life and whether it's possible. Um, you know, the, the title of the article was uh, Ultra, you know, can you be fit and fat? And so it spurred a lot of discussion, obviously. So how do you feel about that, though? Like, does that I mean, you called it 
Fat Girl blog, right? Fat Girl Running. Mm-hmm. Do you? I don't know. I I don't know how to ask that I, question. You know, like, does I, that you know, fat for a lot of people is a bad word? <clears throat> it is, you know, very highly stigmatized, and um, it is, you know, absolutely seen as a negative thing. And I, you know, I'm not a negative person. I am not any of those stereotypes that are associated with. Um, being fat. And so it is my attempt and long it's not my, I'm not the only person that does this, but it's my attempt to, um, to redirect the word. And, um, you know, like I, I didn't, I never intended to go out and be like the person that is the representation of all fat bodies <laughs> who do exercise, <laughs> uh, or fat bodies that exercise like, and, and, I don't even like to call it exercise. I just, I move and I run because I love it. I love it so much. And I want other people to feel that joy. That was never my intention. I just wanted to run because I love it, you know? And, and since high school, that is something that has given me so much. And, you know, it's kind of unfair that we ascribe these, um, these uh, stereotypes, um, these negative stereotypes um, to folks who live in bodies like mine, right? Um, sure, there are lazy people. There are lazy people along the spectrum of humanity. Sure, there are people who um, do whatever it is that they think fat people do. You know? <laughs> like, but everyone does those things, you know? And so, um, so yeah, like, I know it's an uncomfortable word for a lot of people, but I'm gonna keep using it um, because I don't really care about your discomfort. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, I just want to be, and I want to be able to, do the things that I need to do for my own body, my own mind, um, the way that I need to do them without your, I'm not, not you. Personally. I got you. <laughs> without your, your, your input. Cause I don't need it. <laughs> yeah. I, it's such an odd, like, Oh, this, they wrote an article about me and it's called ultra runner. What can you be fat and fit? Is that what, right? That was what. Mm, it, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's, were you consciously like, I'm going to take this word and empower it? Or did it just kind of happen naturally? No, I just, you know, when, when I named the blog, I know there were a lot of people in my community that were like, I don't, I don't think that's a good choice. You know, how about, you know, fat to fit? <laughs> uh, I'm like, I'm, I'm already fit. <laughs> yeah, I will fat. work you up this um, mountain. I will work and, you in a culture. Um, and... Um, you know, and, and of course the, you know, if you Google the term fit, right, it, one of the descriptors is that you have a certain BMI, right, whatever, for your height. And we all know that BMI is bullshit. So I'm sorry, I don't know if I can. No, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> um, you know, if you look at the history of it and how it was, how it was um, developed and um, why it is not useful, um, just a simple Google search. Uh um, you know, it doesn't really mean anything. And so, um, anyway, and so, and so that's one of the descriptors and I'm like, um, I can, let's say I can run, I can run and hike 62 miles. <laughs> um, I can, I can swim a couple of miles, um, in the pool. Um, I, you counts. know, I can do this, I can do that. Um, I can, and no triathletes. I do not want to do a triathlon. I'm just going to put that out there right now. Just stop. Never. Uh, very aggressive, very aggressive people. They're very, 
I worked for Iron Man. I worked for Iron Man for seven years. So like I know Very all aggressive. about type. I, yeah. Yes. Type a I mean, I, I love you all. I think you are great. I just don't want to do it anyway. Um, but, you know, I can do all those things. I can play tennis for hours. I can, you know. And so so I think we have to um, maybe not necessarily redefine, but like really look at what we are calling fit or who we are calling fit without even knowing what they're able to do. So. Anyway, um, I I didn't I don't have a problem with the word, and I but uh, as I said, a lot of people do, and it it just really triggered, and it still triggers to this day, um, many many discussions, many um, many uh, feelings, <laughs> uh, many opinions about what I should be doing with my body, and you know how I should be eating, and you know whether or not I should be on a diet or, you know, maybe I should just do another sport because I'm going to ruin my body, you know, that kind of thing. Which is so, it's crazy to me that people have opinions on other people's like bodies. I mean, that's have just you seen, as, have you seen Twitter? Have no, you seen Twitter? I know, but have just as Facebook? simple as that, like <laughs> I'm, I'll talk about me for a second. Not that anyone cares about me, but like, I've been joking that like, I am the like quote unquote, like fattest I've ever been. But I'm the most fit I've ever been like in my life. There's been times where like my BMI was like, like I was, I was jacked and tan. Like I was the typical, but like, if you asked me to climb 600 foot of vertical, I would have been toast, Mm -hmm. which is nothing. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's fun. It's fun to get in that mindset and interesting to be like, wow, I am, when I look in the mirror, I'm again, like the worst I've ever looked. And I'm not complaining. I'm great. But like, and when I go mountain biking, I'm like, I'm a machine. I can go for my body is where it needs to be for me to be fit. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So there's a, yeah, there's a lot in there. There's a lot in there about um, how we think our bodies look and um, which isn't always correlated to how they perform and how they function. Right. Yeah. And but we've we've built up our society has built up this idea that there's one way to look. uh, And one way for your body to function, if you want to call yourself an athlete. Right. Or if you want to call yourself a healthy human being or, you know, this notion of health is also like, you know, what is it? (laughs) What is health? (laughs) Um, And I think I I think we are doing a lot more research into that and, and we're thinking about it. We're reflecting upon on it um so it's a good thing we were i think we're moving in a good direction um so yeah like i <laughs> there's so much i mean if, do we have three hours uh, hey i am on your <laughs> schedule i was told you I have know, an hour actually i i have a gym session at 11 15 that i gotta drive to you're the busiest person <laughs> on the planet so i am on your timeline but so i guess we'll, we'll move forward a little bit when did you know when all these articles were written, Wall Street Journal, Trail Runner, at what point did you think, holy cow, this can be a career? Like, I can make a career switch. Well, there, there were a couple of points uh, and a couple of, like, sort of, I want to say, uh, cathartic moments that I had um, along the way, mostly starting in 2017, um, when I thought, hey, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe this is something I should go for, right? I was getting a lot of requests for speaking. Oh, hey, can you do this race? Can, can you, are you, would you do this social media campaign? Um, and I was one of those sort of early, uh, 
I hate the term influencer, (laughs) but you know, people who did stuff on social media, right. Uh, for money, (laughs) for money. (laughs) Um, and, um, you know, I, there were so many speaking engagements and like the school that I worked at, it was the Raven Gap Nakuchi school down in Georgia, where my son also went, um, they were very generous and gracious. They were like, this is so cool that this is happening to you. Like, I, you know, NBC was on campus, CNN came twice. I mean, like there, it was oh, every other week. It was like, what TV station is this? You know, <laughs> like, and then I, my students started calling me Hollywood, which was hilarious. They're like, hey, Hollywood, what's, what's, you know, what's up for today? But CNN? you're teaching at this time. And I think you know, that's important. This, like, you know? And, and, and it was so cool because like, I was still able to keep my job, but, but also travel and, and do the speaking stuff and like be on who wants to be a millionaire and all that. Um, oh, because, that was my hidden question yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think anyone knew that you were on who wants to be a millionaire. That was going to be like my ender because I like did all my research and I was like, I think you were on who wants to be a millionaire. Yeah. You know, and it was, it was a, the way that it happened was really cool. So like these things, like i while I was teaching, I was doing all of these interviews, you know, a lot of them, a lot of them in person and then some things on Skype and I would, I would get um, production companies that would uh, ask for an audition. You know, we don't know for, we don't know what for yet, but we'd love for you to do a screen test. And so I would do all these screen tests and interviews and stuff. And so I, I did a screen test with um, the production company that does Naked and Afraid. And I was like, I'm not doing Naked and Afraid. No, they're like, no, no, no. We, we, we were thinking about something else. <laughs> I told my publicist, I was like, that, I'm not doing that. I'm a teacher. I'm not doing that. And also, I don't want to. I don't want to live in a jungle naked. Anyway, <laughs> I just don't want to do that. That's not appealing to me. And so. Um, so, uh, so they interviewed me, you know, over, I think a couple of days and, you know, and then you don't hear from them. That's just how TV works. Right. You don't hear from them. You're like, and you just move on with your life. And so the next year that was in 2016, the next year I get a call from a restricted number. I was like, I'm not answering that. It's probably like for my student loans and, (laughs) and, uh, true story. And, and, um, and then, but then I get a simultaneous email and, and then like a call on my landline as well. And, and it's this woman that had interviewed me for the, you know, non-naked and afraid thing. And, <laughs> and she's like, Hey, I'm working with ABC now. I would love um, for you. I would love to have you on um, who wants to be a millionaire <laughs> teacher's edition. I was like, what? <laughs> Um, she's like, yeah, we need to do a screen test. Da, da, da. We need to do like a trivia test with you. I was like, I was like, okay, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. And so, cause I am, I grew up watching Jeopardy, like since I was six years old. And I was like, I am the queen of trivia, um, academic trivia that is. <laughs> and so, and, um, and so, yeah, so I, I passed the test and, and then a couple of weeks later I'm in Vegas you know, filming, you know, my thing. Uh, I won $10,000, which is a lot of money, I think. Yeah, um, I'll take 10 grand. Paid for my kids camp, but I didn't get it until the year after. Cause like you have to these film all the things in like a span of two weeks. And, uh, and it, it, it rolled out the following year. And, and then I got a nice check <laughs> that I spent immediately um, <laughs> on my son, obviously. And then, 
And that was cool. That was like, that's one of the cool things that happened. And, and what the other cool thing that happened, there were two other cool things. One of them was that I was um, in a JCPenney commercial um, for which I got paid a lot of money for working for seven hours, seven hours. It was, it was about, it was a little less than a third of my teaching salary. But this is like and when it's starting to change, like, holy is, yeah, cow. This, I can and, I, make... and I was like, and I was like, oh, um, okay. This is the end of 2000, 2017. I left teaching in 2018. Oh, oh shit. Okay. All right. Cool. And then like things just kept coming and like it didn't slow down. And then finally, um, before, finally, I, I was sitting in my classroom and this kid walks in. I wasn't teaching this period, right? This kid walks in. His name is Chris. Not my student, not one of my athletes, not one of my musicians or choir members or anything like that because I was teaching all of that. Um, and, you know, he's, he's like, hey, Miss Valeria. I'm like, hey, hey, Chris, what's up? I mean, I knew who he was, right? Pretty small school. He's like, yeah, yeah. Um, do you have a minute? I'm like, yeah, okay. What's up, man? Um, I was also like a def default counselor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, as most really teachers are. Yeah. Right. And he's like, Miss Valeria, he's like, I really love you. I think, I think you are so great. Um, but I don't, I don't think you belong here. And I'm like, whoa, where's, okay, where's this going? He's like, yeah, I don't, I don't think you you belong here. I think he's like, your, your star is rising and you need to follow that. And I'm like, stunned, you know, stunned. Yeah, I don't have any words to say right now, which is baffling for me. And I'm like, this 10th grader, like, comes up to me, you know, clearly he'd, he'd been thinking and, and, and processing this. And, uh, and then he comes and tells me this. And I'm like, wow, wow. And like, thank you so much, Chris. Wow. And, and he, I, he didn't know that I had been considering or like I had been making those final decisions about leaving school, uh, which was like really painful to me because I love teaching. I love teaching. So and I love students and I love school communities for the most part, not not all the adults, but the kids I love. Right. And but and I loved I loved the school that I worked at, you know, and a really good life there. And so uh, I was like, wow. Um, I don't even know what to say, Chris, but thank you so much. Thank you for noticing that in me. Thank you. And so he's like, that's all. And then he walks away. <laughs> kids are the and, best. Uh, kids are amazing. And then, so right after that, I scheduled a meeting with the head of school. And at that meeting, I walk in. He's like, I already know what this is about. Yeah, tell me. <laughs> Which is great, though, right? Like, that's just like a... <laughs> You said your school was great, but that's just like an it assessment. Was, they were, what, they were like, really wonderful. They were, they were so good to me. They were so good to my son. Um, and they actually like, he was like, you know, I fully support this. We, you know, what a huge loss for us, but this is, you know, this is where you need to go. This is, you know, and then by the way, your son can stay here because you don't know what you're going to be doing next year. So we're going to let him stay. He can be a boarder, you know, at a very reduced cost. And um, so until you figure your stuff out. You know, what a gift. That's what amazing. Gift. That's that's it. And that was 2018. Um, I, you know, went rogue. <laughs> Do you think you would have um, made the jump as quickly without Chris, your student there? Or did he like, was you know, he like the. He, I mean, he was like, I mean, that's that's kind of what pushed me off the cliff, you know, and. Because I, you know, I'd, I'd been, you know, 
inching towards that decision, you know, like, and things like there were messages from the universe and messages from other people, like, you know, like your time is now, your time is now, you know, and then, you know, I can always go back to teaching and it, you know, and I won't be stepping back into it, you know, like, like backwards, I'll just like fall right in. But, you know, right now, the things that I'm doing now, I'm teaching. Oh, you'll be a teacher the rest of your life, no matter what. You know, it's embedded I was, in. You. I was announcing uh, at the Trans Rockies six day <laughs> run uh, a couple of weeks ago, and because uh, I couldn't run it, <laughs> and um, a friend, a friend of mine, was like, "Oh, you are using your teacher voice." <laughs> <laughs> at one point, I was like, "If you can hear me, clap once." <laughs> <laughs> It's funny how you do those things when you get on a microphone, though. You have to like podcasting. I try not to use like a podcasting voice, uh-huh, but uh-huh. I've emceed events all over the country from like color runs, 5Ks, which I'm sure Mm-mm. you've done the color run. But like I've been in Philly with 15,000 people and you're like, how do I get you to engage? So you like talk like a teacher to be like, Clap right, if you exactly. can hear me. But it is funny how you like turn it on, turn it off and then. <laughs> There's another, I was like, good morning to everyone who paid attention to the instructions. <laughs> Everybody else, you know, screw you. Yeah. Don't ask me later. I'm telling you now for a reason. I always played Simon Says with the color on uh, in like the start shoot. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of waiting. And like the funny part is when you're on the tower and you're emceeing and you're waiting for an event to go. And you might have this too. Is like sometimes you have an earpiece in and like the course is in shambles. Like the course is like, <laughs> do not start the race yet. Do not. And you're like, hey, everybody, hope you're doing okay. It's a beautiful <laughs> morning. Like, yeah. Like we, start time is seven o'clock, but we might give you a couple more minutes to give you some more swag. And you're like, but really your earpiece is just on fire. Like, don't start the course. There's cars everywhere. <laughs> so it's, it's true. Am I wrong? It's totally true. Trail running and be like, we got a bear on the course. Yeah, um. it's yeah. Or like, there's a gator stuck on the trail, like you know, a side by side stuck sideways on the trail. We're trying to get it out, but no one knows the backstories of all the events that happen. But it is funny. Sorry, it, it interrupted. No, no, no. It was, like, was that was like seriously like a lot of fun. And then sometimes you make uh, as I'm seeing um, a hydro flask tenth anniversary party, and then. Yeah, make some inappropriate jokes with kids around. And I was like, oops, did I just say that? Sometimes you can get away with it. I feel like you can get away with anything. It's a smile. But like you can get away with anything. Like you're like, (laughs) I run a fat girl blog and I'm an educator and like I've done it all. Me, I'm like, I'm blonde hair, blue eyes. Like I'm not saying nothing to offend anybody here. Like this is, I got a tiptoe. But, okay, so you make the leap. Does it go easy? Like, you have a publicist right away, and you're like, boom. I I got a publicist as soon as the Runner's World thing came out. Okay. And that was at the suggestion of a friend uh, who said said to me that you you need a publicist. And I'm like, no, I don't. This is going to blow over. Do you think it would have blown over if you didn't have a publicist? I think, no, you know, there were, look, we haven't had to ever, ever, ever since 2015 we haven't had to pitch anything that's insane like what an incredible gift i haven't had to pitch anything i pitch every day (laughs) literally (laughs) i didn't even know how to pitch like (laughs) 
Me neither, um, apparently. So, so <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, eventually we'll 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 have to you know add that to the things that we do. But um, yeah, and so it never ended. Sure, there were times where like things slowed down, and I was very grateful because I was still teaching full time, right? And um, but then you know once I you know took that leap, it just created a lot of space for me to say yes to more things. Um, and has it been easy? Like that first year was like, you know, kind of touch and go. Cause you know, I was, I hadn't paid rent in a really long time. I was a boarding school faculty member. So I'd lived on campus. Right. And so like, I had to get used to paying rent again. I lived with my parents for a little while. Uh, and I was like, no, <laughs> and I love my parents. They're amazing. Um, but you know, there's, and, I was back in Brooklyn, New York, because that's, that's where I'm from originally, um, you know, living in a big apartment building. And I was like, this is not what I want. But, you know, I can stay here, you know, as, for as long as I need to. And, and I did for a couple of months. And then I moved to Vermont. Um, and, and, and stuff, you know, very, I'm very grateful that stuff kept coming in. And, you know, I was able to, you know, eventually just, you know, rent a nice big apartment. Well, it's not very big. Uh, a nice apartment <laughs> for uh, me and my son. And um, yeah, and so things have been going really well, really, really well. Picked up a lot of new sponsors and, um, you know, got really clear on what my my own sort of personal mission was and my, my core values, because I wasn't really able to do that teaching full time and doing all the other stuff. And so, and I'm, I'm still very, very busy as <laughs> You keep saying, hey. I am busy. I am busy. Um, uh, but I'm, yeah, I'm trying to learn how to balance uh, better um, so that I can, you know, it's my kid's senior year. And I want to make sure that like, I am like present as, as present as I can be, um, you know, for all of those milestones. So. Yeah. And I think that's your brand. 100% is just being present, like being alive yeah, in that yeah. moment. So like, it's hard mm, to, mm-hmm. you know, how do you separate like, Myrna, the human, to Myrna, the brand, to the Myrnavator, you know, like the, the, like how do you, how do you control that? How do you throttle that? Do you struggle with that? Or is it just like, this is work, um, this is life, and they mix You know, they definitely, well. there's definitely, uh, like, gray areas. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to kick my husband out. I was like, I'm going to be on a call. And he's like, <laughs> sorry, man, <laughs> you're always on calls. I'm like, well, yeah, because that's how I pay the bills, you know, <laughs> like, and uh, or do my speeches or whatever. And um, and yeah, so it's and, and then my but my son, you know, he'll come in and he'll just like he doesn't care anymore. Like he'll go in the back right there um, and play air ball. <laughs> I'm like, they know you're here. They know. Just go. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> you know? just when when I want to pay attention to you, you don't have anything to do with me. <laughs> like, so, um, you know, so it, it is hard. It's it's hard because like you know, last night I was up until twelve. Like you know, I'm have a I have a big speaking gig tomorrow at a school, um, and I'm you know preparing for that. And like the TV's going on because I don't have an office, and because this is my office, and you know, and the music Kanye is like blasting down there because <laughs> he just dropped an album, <laughs> which is two I'm hours sorry. long. I'm sorry, Yee Yee, which is two hours okay. long. Donda, which okay? is insane. That's the new. And then like my kid runs in, Mom, I don't believe you haven't been listening to Donda, and I'm like, boy. 
Um, just I'm trying no. to pay then, your bills right now. And it's yeah. And it's exactly. And then like, so they don't really understand because it's not a traditional job. Right. And a lot of people are like, how do you do you even make how do you make a living? I was like, I'd make a really good living. I do. Like, I'm just going to be completely transparent. You know, um, last year I made more money than I've ever made in my entire life. Um, mostly because I, I speak and I got to speak from home. And so I could do a lot of speaking engagements like that. I did a lot of diversity training, you know, because of the, the situation that we found ourselves in. Um, and so, but like, this is like, this is what I do. Right. And so like, but it's, it's a job. really, yeah, it's a job and, um, and it requires a lot of time and preparation and, and research and, um, and, and still people are like, what do you do? you just like take pictures and put them on Instagram? I'm like, that is a very small part I wish, of what I do. I wish it was that easy. <laughs> but I think people need to know that it's, mm-hmm. it's work. And like, also your Instagram is very curated. Like that is you 100%, but it's also mm-hmm. the side of them they want you to see. Not that there's like this evil other side, right, but like- Right, right, right. Well, there is, but- um. Right, but you're a mom <laughs> and you have a kid and you have a husband and uh, like there's- yeah. You know, there's, there's, and I guess I've said it already, but there's you, Just the brand. Life. Yeah. 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 It's, and people, you're open and your DMs are open and your, your comments are open. And that's an endless, it has to be an endless battle. It has to it be. Is, yeah. Like, how do you, I'm, I am nothing on that blip of a spectrum, but like in this world, I'm a quote unquote influencer. And like, Ski These posted me two days ago in my van. I live in a van. This is mm-hmm, my van. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like someone comment, like not another kid, rich kid in a sprinter. And I'm like, Oh, I'm poor. And it's a Ford transit. <laughs> like I'm not driving a Mercedes around, but like, and that's like seven comments. And I get mm-hmm, one bad one. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that? How do you deal with negative comments, negativity? The, the cool thing is that I don't get a whole lot of that on my own channels i don't uh and if i do i delete them good for you and then i i will you know it bothers me i'm not saying that it doesn't bother me because it, it definitely hits me hard but i don't i don't want to see it um and i you know and i have a right not to see that bullshit, like uh and not to entertain it and so i know that there are other people that engage the trolls and engage and, and they're not necessarily trolls they're just people who are being assholes right and like just because that's who they are and that's who they think that they're entitled to be i was like and so i'm entitled to delete your shit and so uh, i do address things but i address them in general you know um and so and i try to make it beneficial for whoever's you know on my on my account, right? On my accounts or reading the stuff that I, that I do. It's not just like a me thing. This is stuff that is applicable to your life as well. So, you know, and then, um, I, yeah. So on my channels, I don't get it a whole lot. You know, people write, might write about me or say stuff about me on other people's things. Um, but I don't, I don't pay attention to those things, you know, so every now and then somebody will like tag me in some stupid conversation that they're having, you know, they're trying to defend me, but it's just like, <laughs> it's not the thing to do, you know, don't bring me into that. But anyway, um, so, you know, it, you know, when it was a little bit more prevalent, when people would just like say all these awful, awful things, you know, I don't read the comments on any articles that are written about me. I just, I don't, I will not, because um, that's a, that's a self-protective measure, um, because it raises my blood pressure, <laughs> uh, my heart rate. Now, like, and I and I look at my heart rate, and I'm like, 
oh no, oh no, I, I can't read this because it's very hurtful. When people are, they don't know me. You don't know my life. You are making a snap judgment based on what you see, um, what you think you see and what you think you know about me. And so I'm not gonna entertain that. My value is much more, um, or my story, my whatever I have to offer is much more valuable um, to the people that need to see me. I, you know, and those people, you know, I've riled them up clearly. So they're thinking about me too. That's probably a good thing. You know, um, their reactions, not necessarily a good thing, but it's probably a good thing because it makes them think, it makes them see something different, maybe perhaps with a different perspective. Um, so yeah, like, and, and then, you know, I, I, you know, I have a business manager who was my assistant before. Now she's my business manager because she's so good at what she does. Um, who used to be a former student of mine. Um, and so she like helps me like, so I try not to even like read the DMs anymore. Um, or like, and she handles all the correspondence and I have my publicist who is now my agent. Um, and then I, you know, have a research assistant. And so like, so like I have a team, like, because it's a business, like this is like, it's a brand, it's a business. Um, and so like, it's taken me a long time to like get to the place where I'm like, oh, I need people to help me. <laughs> can't do it all. I can't do it all. I'm like, I, I actually need to hire somebody else, which is really cool. It's really cool to be able to say. Um, and, um, you know, so that I can like, especially this year, so I can devote like as much time as possible to this boy over here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you manage being two places at once? And, um, you know, um, I actually double booked this, this <laughs> interview yesterday. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I got 10 o'clock free. Um, and I was like, oh, shoot i've been in since june okay i've been in since june (laughs) no i know because i got three calendars that i still haven't merged yet and um so i i've definitely made those those embarrassing mistakes but um yeah and i'm trying like one of my goals over the next you know 18 months is is never to do that again and uh and to make sure i'm resting to make sure i'm sleeping sleeping is actually a, a really concrete goal for me um like one to two hours extra a night for the next couple of months um so that i'm not extremely exhausted like i am all the time and so that i have you know when i need to perform when i need to be up on stage at, or when i need to like be the motivator <laughs> I can do that and I can do it authentically and not kill myself. So yeah, (laughs) so much, so much. much. Yeah, but good for you. And I think you've always been so transparent about that. Like even you started cycling this year due to an injury. Mm -hmm. So like something bad that turned into something great, Mm -hmm. but I've been watching you cycle and like you posted a crash. It was, I don't know, it was a month or two months ago, (laughs) but like, I loved that. Like, cause I started, I used to cycle a lot and I've always bike toured, but I bought a mountain bike this year because mountain biking is cool. And I, you know, I got sold, not sold, but like I want, I wanted part of it. So I got a mountain bike and I suck and that's fine. But like fitness, I'm fine. I can climb. I can, but you have to trust it. And I don't trust it. I don't trust my bike. It's not Mm. the bike manufacturer. It's not, it's just me. I don't trust it. I don't trust the equipment I'm on. That's it. That's my I watch people ride mountain bikes, as I'm sure you do, and they like come into a turn and they just like know that it's going to turn. And I'm like, I don't trust you. But you put, long story short, you posted your video of you just like crashing. And I was like, I wouldn't do that. So good like that. But that helps someone like me. He's like, this, this woman is transparent and like 
the shit ain't easy and it's a struggle. Not easy. And you're killing it. Like you're absolutely crushing the, I know you hate the word, but the influencer game. Because <laughs> that's what you're doing. And you're you. You get paid to be you. And I didn't know you up until, you know, 47 minutes ago. But like it shows that you're you. You're on. You are the Mernovator right now. But mm-hmm. that's that's you. But I'm, yeah, it's, all, it's just a more polished version of, you know, who I am. Uh, you know, I combed my hair today. Uh, I didn't. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean barely. <laughs> anyway, and, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just it's just more polished. You know, I'm a performer. I have the performing arts is in my background. So, like, um, yeah, like, and, and I do turn it on. It's so funny, like, when my friends who haven't seen me actually at work finally see me at work, they're like, oh oh you're like it's like a switch <laughs> it has to be and then but like you're, it's still you it's you it's 100 you it's just like you know um you know they they i think they liken it to like kind of broadway like you know i'm on yeah you, know? <laughs> you ha- i mean you know, and then and then you know but you can't always be always be like you know, at level 10, that's, you know, like going from like level one is like when I just woke up out of bed, you know, hopped on my rower and like, and I'm like mad at everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Level two is like, I've had my coffee and, but still don't talk to me. And then, you know, level five, level six, level seven, I'm like, I'm, you know, getting, I'm getting primed and prepped. Right. And then, you know, level 10 is when I'm on stage, like being a fool. Because people paid me to be a fool, you know, and then, you know, so there are different levels, uh, you know, different energy levels, different, you know, how I project, you know, uh, you know, so, so it's, it's, it's always interesting. And they're like, whoa, it's like very disarming. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. But you're also a classically trained opera singer, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's that. Um, Do you still do that? I, you know, I, um, not for the last couple of months, um, I did start studying again with a teacher out in, um, uh, who was also my friend, my very good friend, uh, in California. And so, uh, and I was supposed to be out in Italy this summer singing, but you know, COVID. Um, so hopefully I will have an opportunity to do that. Maybe if not next summer, then at some point I do want to perform, um, and, uh, you know, get my chops back in order and, you know, just just create music make music for people i don't you know i'm making money doing other things so like i like so that part that worry part about like making music and like you know trying to make a living out of it um is not something that i have to worry about which is awesome i think if you so drop just, an opera album music. it'll be the number one selling opera album of the year. <laughs> you know what you know what actually that is not a bad idea i think you just that drop is not it. a bad idea. but i just want to do it out of the spirit of creating music like and not to be famous, not to be. Well, you've I got just, that. You, know, you already have that. So I you can do it. Notoriety. So I can just do this as a project. And it's like as a, you know, um, as a creative project. Um, that would be really. Actually, you know what? Let me do that. Let me do that. I think you got it. I'm going to ask my brother to produce it. He's a producer. See, even better. I don't want to keep you too long. Um <laughs> What time do you have to be out of here? It's 1056. Uh, and four minutes. <laughs> okay. That's what I thought. So um, I just want to make sure we're staying true to timelines. Yeah, yeah, sorry. sorry. I, I can... No, no, I love it. That's what this is about. I could talk to you for four hours. So uh, 
Let's talk about your sponsors real quick. Just give them a shout out if you want to. Really quick, okay, yeah, what's I, next um, for I don't you? I not leave anybody out. So um, I, I have so many wonderful partnerships uh, with uh, Merrill being one of my longest lasting partnerships. I love them. They've had my back since 2016, uh, end of 2015, actually. Lululemon is one of my newer partnerships and collaborations, and I absolutely love working with them. Nathan Sports, um, Darn Tough Vermont, Year Vermont, what's up? <laughs> Uh, and I'm going to I'm going to leave out a whole bunch. There's so many others that um, have supported me. L.L. Uh, Bean. Um, actually, this is my third year working with L.L. Bean, uh, another New England company. And and that has just been fabulous. Salsa Cycles uh, sponsors me on the bike. Um, and then again, there's so many others that um that sponsor me in terms of apparel, um, you know, allowing me to travel uh, or you give me opportunities to travel rather. Um, you know, there's, there's so many. So thank all of you <laughs> for supporting this, uh, this woman who, who athletes <laughs> <laughs> fully, but she gets it done. <laughs> I love it. Uh, thank you for taking the time for putting in the time slot, for not double booking. <laughs> uh, everyone go follow at, I think it's at the Mernovator, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, Google you. There's so much stuff out there about you and you are everything that you say you are. So thank you so much. And thank you. Yeah, you were amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, this what was a great. Conversation. This was great. This thank was you. great. If that episode did not motivate you to go outside and try something new or have fun, push yourself, you're not human. And I'll say that and you can be mad at me. But if you didn't listen to that and get motivated, then you're not human. And I'm saying it because that's a reality. Myrna's a, unbelievable. I, yeah, unbelievable. I don't have words to talk about that episode. I, I think I called... I don't remember who I called, but I just like I just had the best best episode ever, and I say that after every episode, so I I apologize because I mean it, and I thank all my guests for being on because without my guests, this show is nothing. Without my listeners, you guys are nothing. Thank you for listening. Episode twenty-seven of the Pursuit on the Out of Bounds Collective, Out of Bounds Network. Again, follow at Mr. Adam X. I'm trying to get to six thousand here, people. Just get me to 6,000. That's what I want. Follow at Out of Podcast. We're going for 10,000. Jabber's crushing on that side. Slide into our DMs. Leave a five-star review. Let us know what you think. Uh, I've got a logo in the works. Really trying to, you know, produce this better. So anything you got, any feedback is great. Anything you guys can tell me to make this better is appreciated. I think I'm going to use more, this is a long outro, I'm sorry, but I think I'm going to use more like hot cues, more like cheering, people cheering for me, or maybe like a sad trombone. Let me know how this stuff hits. All right, I'm done. Everyone have an excellent week. We'll see you next week. We have another excellent guest at the caravan. Talk all things van life. That's it. Peace.